welcome to the Adrian Ross Show. I'm Adrian, and I'm glad that you have tuned in for another episode of the Adrian Ross Show on the BMG Network. That is thebmgnetwork.com. Perhaps you're listening on a major podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or a Google Podcasts or Stitcher. Wherever you're listening, I'm thankful that you are because today's episode is going to be a good one, as they all are. I want to start with reading a review someone left on Apple Podcasts. The title is I Love Adrian. And M&J1986 writes, what an intelligent, articulate, funny, God-fearing woman. She is a straight shooter. I always look forward to hearing her new podcast. It's very refreshing to hear the truth and no apologies for speaking the truth. I also respect that she quotes scripture. Keep up the excellent work, Miss Adrian. God bless you. Thank you so much, M&J1986. I love it. I love it. I love it when people take the time to write a review. It means so much. So thank you again. And I am going to ask others to do the same. Um, If it's on Apple Podcasts, great. If it's on Spotify, great. If it's on Audible, even, great. Thank you for, in advance, (laughs) I say that by faith, thank you in advance for leaving a review. It means so much. Please, please, if you're enjoying this do so. I um it would be helpful. It really would. So thank you. Okay. Let's jump into today's episode. I'm going to talk to some singles today. Singles, yes. Particularly single women, although single men are not exempt and even the married aren't exempt exempt because if you are married, you were once single or you know someone single or whatever the case may be. This is really an episode for everyone, but my target audience, single, single, single. Okay. And I'm a Christian, as many of you already know. And therefore I approach everything, whether I ever quote chapter and verse or not, I approach everything from a, from a Christian perspective, from a perspective of faith, simply because that's who I am. So I can't separate that Whatever I'm talking about, it just it's going to come out because it's it's a part of who I am. And what I'm talking about today in particular to singles, especially my single sisters, you're really going to see that that faith dynamic in this, because that's really the heart of where I am coming from. All right. So what I'd like to do, I want to share a piece of my story with you and If you have not listened to my episode called Why I Never Got Married, I encourage you to do that. Why I Never Got Married. And I I go into how I am 50 years old and I have never been married. I don't have any children. I'm certainly not opposed to marriage. For a very long time in my life, I was unhappy because I wanted to be married, but I never got married and still I'm single to this day. So check out that episode if you haven't and if you have check it out again it can only doubly bless you okay so today we're going to talk a little bit about my story and I want to share some wisdom particularly for people who aren't married but who desire to be married because when you have the desire to be married you have to have wisdom along with that otherwise you'll find yourself in circumstances you don't want to be in and sometimes you don't see them till you're really far in All right. 
for me, I was fortunate in this situation I'm going to share with you that my wisdom came came early in the process. Okay. So let me let me share something, share something with you and then and then share some some wisdom. I was dating this guy and he was a wonderful guy. He had a wonderful heart. He was so nice. Nice is such a weak word, but he was very nice, very kind, very tender hearted. He was gorgeous. I mean, fine. Or as we like to say, when you're really fine, you're fine. He was fine. Okay. And like I said, such a nice guy. He had a walk with the Lord. Now we were not on the same level spiritually. We didn't come from the same background spiritually and we really weren't on the same level. And I say that not, I mean, it kind of sounds arrogant to say that. And I don't mean it in that way. Um, he, he wasn't quite where I was at that time spiritually. Again, not meant to be arrogant or anything like that. It just is what it is. You know, some things just are, and that's what it was. But he obviously had enough of a walk with God that I was, you know, I was willing to, um, to consider that perhaps this might be the guy for me. And this was several, several years ago. Now he was divorced. And at first I was not quite comfortable with that. Not not because I, I have a bias against divorced people, but I just wanted to be sure that everything would be okay in terms of my dating him. But biblically speaking, I was sure that it was okay to to get to know him. It was okay. There are biblical reasons for divorce, et cetera. And so um, I felt comfortable in, in that, in the ability to move forward in that. I want to say that. He was also a father of two small children. And although I wasn't necessarily looking for a, a, a mate um, who had children already, I, wasn't, I, I also wasn't necessarily opposed to it. I love children. But again, I wasn't necessarily looking for someone who had children. But that wasn't a deal breaker for me at all. The, the issue became not the children, not the divorce, but the, quote, crazy ex-wife. <laughs> So, and I use that term loosely, but she was one of, you know, she was like the evil ex-wife and he had some issues with her. And I was like, oh, great. You know, I would meet this guy who seems to have it together, but he's got this ex-wife who's off the wall. Right. And she was, and that became an issue. Not that I had an issue with her. I never met her. I never met his kids. Um, but I heard enough about her that I was like, oh, great. The issue with her was that she had an issue with him spending time with his kids. Okay, so again, listen to what I'm saying, and then I'm going to share some wisdom. So she, she had an issue with him, with, with his kids. He, being the nice guy that he was, was content to be laid back about that. He didn't want to create waves. He didn't, he didn't want to fight with the woman. He, he just kind of wanted to be passive. That was his nature, really very laid back, very passive. Again, a very nice guy. And many women would have been happy with his, his temperament that he was so laid back as a person. He wasn't a thunderer. He wasn't loud and obnoxious. He wasn't trying to lord himself over anyone or, or, you know, throw his weight around, so to speak. And that sounds great, but he approached his 
issue with the ex-wife in the same way, which means he approached the issue of not being able to see his children regularly the same way. And where some people might have thought, well, that's wise, you know, kind of tread lightly and everything. But it was a problem for me because I'm not into weak men. And there are some of you women who are single who desire not to be single. And you would see this guy as someone so admirable because he's so laid back and so sweet and so fine that it wouldn't bother you. And you might be insecure and he's got the ex-wife and he's got the kids and you see them as a threat. And so you're okay with what I considered weakness. Okay. I like a guy who's mellow. Sure. But there are times when you can't be mellow. There are times when you've got to go to war. And so one day I had to say to him, I said, you know, it's really not my business how you approach the situation with your kids. It's not my business how you deal with your ex-wife. It's not my business really, generally speaking, if you don't want to fight to see your kids. I said, but all I'm saying is this. If you're trying, if you're trying to build something with me, that's a problem. If you don't want to see your kids, I shouldn't say that because it's not that he didn't want to see his kids. If you don't want to fight the fight to see your kids, that's fine for you. But if you're trying to build a life with me, now we've got a problem. Now, why is that, Adrian? Because I can't, I'm not attracted to a man who's not willing to do whatever he has to do for his children. And whether that's, listen, I got to stand up to my ex-wife, whether that's I've got to go to court, whatever the case is, when, when, when you're not willing to do what you have to do for the sake of your babies, I've got a problem. And that's not going to go over well. And why, why, why am I sharing this? What am I saying to other single people? Look, I'm not the only person who was, who was getting to know someone who has an ex-wife or has children or whatever. I'm not the only person who's been in this situation. And there are some of us, and, and in the church even, who are so desirous of marriage, who are so tired of being single, that what you would do is you would overlook what is an obvious weakness because of the other positives that he has, because of his earning potential, because of how handsome he is, because he, you know, he's, you know, he, he loves God. He seems okay. He's nice. He's passive. He's, he's not overbearing and he's available for some people. That's your mindset. And my advice to you is this. You have got to look at the bigger picture. Even though you think I just hit pay dirt. No, you've got to see beyond what seems to be the answer to your prayer. If he is not willing to rise up in battle, so to speak, for his children. Then is he going to rise up in battle for you? 
And it wasn't about me. Honestly, it wasn't like, oh my goodness, if he won't do it for the kids, he won't do it for me. Even though that was worth looking at. That really wasn't it. It was this. If he won't rise up and battle for his kids, he won't rise up and battle for his kids. Hello. It wasn't the crazy ex-wife. Listen, I can handle my own. It was mostly, listen, I need a man who is who is strong when it comes to things he needs to be strong in. He can be laid back in other areas. But to me, if you're not willing to fight to see your children, that's a character flaw. And so if you're looking for marriage, think about character. Think about the things that should be number one. That's advice number one. Look beyond today. Today was, I mean, today was important enough, but even look beyond today. If he's willing to overlook that, what else will he be willing to overlook? And what do you value? And if he doesn't value it enough to stand up, then there's a weakness there that needs to be dealt with. Okay. That's one thing. Another area with him, this really good looking, really nice guy. I said that we really weren't on the same level spiritually. Now, for those of you who are desiring to be to be married even looking even though i mean the bible says he that findeth a wife find a good finds a good thing so he should be finding you but that doesn't mean your eyes are closed and you're not you're not you know you're not aware of what of who is around you that's okay there's nothing wrong with wanting to be married there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a relationship with someone else but it's it's are you what's your standard And so I saw another weakness, this in the spiritual aspect of it, nice as he was, you know, I remember he lived about 40 minutes from me and I remember him, uh, he didn't go to church and we were talking on the phone and he said that he was going through a different, he was having a difficult day or he was going through a difficult season, something like that. And I, I posed the question to him. It was sort of, it was sort of like, well, in a relationship with someone, if you're going through a hard time, you know, what would you have expected of me in this situation? What would you expect? Now, again, he lived 40 minutes away. His answer to me was that if he's going through a difficult time, that his expectation would be for me to drive to where he lives and get him. And then take him to church because I know that he's going through a difficult time. Now, doesn't that sound sweet? Now I'm thinking, um, and you got a car? Yes, I have a car. But because I'm going through a difficult time, I'm thinking that you should come to me, come convince me to go to church, and then we go to church together. And I'm thinking, let me tell you something, dude. I'm thinking I'm believing that the person that I'm going to be with has enough of a walk with God that if he's going through a hard time, he can get himself to church. He couldn't possibly expect me to drive 40 minutes, diaper him up and get him back 40 minutes to church so we can worship together. No, I am expecting that the man that I'm going to walk with is going to be strong enough in his relationship with God that he knows that if he can just get himself to the house of God, 
He'll find the strength that he needs in the presence of God, in the corporate anointing, in the praise and in the worship and in the fellowship with like-minded people such that he can get what he needs. He's not waiting on a woman to come get him to take him to church. He's got enough of a walk with God to know that if he can get to church, then he'll find the strength that he needs there. And there's something special about that place. See, I don't, I, I know that there are some people who would think, well, Adrian, I mean, everybody's weak at some point. Everybody needs somebody at some point. And I'm, I'm in agreement with that. There are times when we do. Sure. But surely you've got enough if you're going to walk with me. <laughs> okay. Surely you've got enough in your tank to get yourself there and know that when you get there, you'll find the encouragement. Because see, if I've got to get you there now, what, what, what happens one year from now when, when things are even more difficult? What happens five years from now when you might have a more difficult season? I, I'd, I would have to have someone in the call that God has for my life. I'd have to have someone who's strong enough that he's not requiring me to drive about 40 minutes to pick him up to get him to church. And, and, and what is my advice in this? Some of us are overlooking some things because you just want to be with somebody and anybody is good enough for you. Now I have had some people say to me, you know, Adrian, you know, sometimes the people that we end up with are not as strong as we are and, and this, that, and the third, and it's okay. And, and I can't speak for every person. I can say this, there are some of us because of the call on our lives, because of the purpose that we have, because of the anointing that we have, we don't have time messing around with babies who need us to wipe their noses and diaper them and do all that, that with them. The distractions that come from people who are not, we're not able to sustain the call. And so you set yourself up for a lifetime of babying people. No, I knew that wasn't going to work. And I hope it doesn't sound horrible, but just don't take anything at anyone just because you're looking at the outside. Now, people do have potential and people do change and all that. And, and, and you know, hey. Maybe that's the case for you. Maybe that's the situation you found yourself in. God does those kinds of things. But I just knew for me that it was wise not to hook up with someone who's saying, basically, I need a woman just to even get me to church. Okay. And he had come to church with me and he had met my pastor at the time, my pastor from from New York. I don't I no longer live in New York, but he's, he's still very much a pastor in my life. And uh, um, and I trust him. He's uh, a mighty man of God and a, and a wonderful friend to me. And uh, at that time, um, I was still in New York. And he, so this guy came to church with me and he was talking to the past pastor, took him on a tour of the church and they were talking. And, and afterwards, I, you know, I wanted to get pastors feel on him and everything. And my pastor said to me at the time, he said, he said, you know, he's a really nice guy really nice guy. No, no, you know, you may be able to build something with him, whatever he said, but I am, I'm going to tell you this from the time that I spent with him. You know, he said, if you decide to, to continue on the relationship with him, he said, I just know that, just know this, your decision, but you're going to have to lead for a while because he's not ready to lead. 
He's not where you are spiritually. He's not ready to leave. So if you want to continue your relationship with him, you know, see, see where that goes. But I'm telling you now that if things get serious, you're going to have to lead because he's not ready to lead yet. And my thought was, listen, I'm leading now. <laughs> I, I don't, no, I'm not trying to hook up with somebody and then have to lead. Then, no, call me traditional, old fashioned, whatever. I just call it biblical. He should be leading as the man. He should be leading. And if I've got to lead still after I'm in this relationship, then why bother? I've got to lead the way continually, continuously. I still got to lead. I got to lead you to see your kids. I got to lead you to get to church and I got to lead you on our daily daily. That's a whole lot of leading. I might as well just stay single. So think about that also, especially my sisters. Okay. Especially my sisters. Think about that. Also where you are, what you believe in, and what you're willing to tolerate and what you're willing not to tolerate. It didn't make him a bad guy. It didn't make him, it didn't make him the enemy. It just made it clear that he wasn't for me and he wasn't for me. And I want to share another story with you. Many years ago, I heard this message, this message preached I won't, I won't even get into the, all the, what all the message was about, who preached the message and all that. It's not important. What's important is, what's important are the details because they apply. They, it was specifically spoken to singles, single women. And so the woman was sharing this message and she talked about the eagle. And she said, she said she read about the eagle and how the eagle chooses her mate and so she said what she does is she flies high in the sky and the male eagle the eagle is just flying behind her flying behind her and she says okay she puts him through these tests okay so what she does is she gets a she gets a twig and she she flies high he's flying behind her and she drops the twig and it's the male eagle's job to catch the twig before it hits the ground. So he does. So she says, okay, <laughs> you did real good. So then she goes and she, she, she finds something about the size of what a baby eagle would weigh. Cause she wants to know if a baby eagle ever falls, can you catch it? So then he catches, she says, okay. You did real good. And then she goes and she finds something about her same weight and drops it because she wants to know if anything ever happened to me, can you catch me? <laughs> and then she went on to say this. She said, I want to know. I, I want to know if you can catch me. She said, I don't need nobody who can't catch me in the spirit. I don't need nobody who can't sense when something is wrong. I don't, I, I don't need anybody who can't intercede for me. I got to know that you can catch me in the spirit. And that's what my advice is today. Again, if you're not a Christian, this may make absolutely no sense to you at all. It may not. But if you've got to walk with God, you've got to hear what I'm saying 
we need, if you're going to be with anybody, you don't need anybody. So I use that term lightly, but if you're going to, if you're going to have a relationship with someone, you need somebody who has an ego like spirit. You need somebody who can catch you in prayer, who can hold you up. Who can catch that baby eagle too, right? But then you've got to be able to catch me too. And we can't be so, so desirous of the next phase in life that we fall for anything. The people who aren't going to, don't have the ability to pray, to pray for us, to cover us in prayer, to intercede, to lead us. But we're just looking at the superficial. Well, they have a walk with God. Well, they're a good person. Well, they're laid back and they, they seem to, to, to demonstrate the character of God and all that. But, but Christ was never weak. He went to the cross because he loved his kids, us so much. Surely you can go to your ex-wife because of your kids then. Okay. And you need somebody who can stand, who can support you, who can lead you. And don't let your desire to just be with somebody supersede the wisdom of looking for someone that can support not just you, not just a Christian, but can support the weight of the call that is upon your life. The weight, the the weightiness of that. It's so important that we are mindful of that. And I'm, I'm, I want to also encourage you this. I can't tell you the times <laughs> I'm, I, I'm on Facebook. I, I look at a, I see a Facebook story or Instagram story and I see, you know, I see some, some, these, these ladies, Christians even, and they're just, it's just clips of them. Just, just running their hair, their fingers through their hair, and they're turning to the left and turning to the right. And it's just got music in the background and they're just, just twisting and turning and twisting it. And I just want to go, would you go sit down? Would you just please go sit down? Hands through the hair and, and they're just turning the head, just turning the head, just, just looking for somebody, single. Just see me, see me, see me. That's what, you know, just look at me. And then others may, may not be Christians, but sometimes I just see young ladies and you're half dressed and this is hanging out and all that. And you you know, and I'm just thinking, listen, cut it out. You're more valuable than that. And for my Christian sisters who are just, just posing and primping and all this, that, and the other, who, who are you impressing? Who are you trying to attract? Because the only man you're going to attract with all of that is the man that you really don't want to be with. Because the man of integrity and the man who's going deep in what God has called him to do is not attracted to you running your fingers through your hair and just turning your head left and right and twisting your shoulders. He's just not. If he is, he's not the one. I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look pretty and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be attractive. But this whole, let me just get on social media, turn on the music and just, just do this and just, you know, you can't see me, but you know, I'm just, ah, and then half dressed and all this other nonsense. That's not, that's not what you want. Be single, be whole, single meaning be whole, be whole. And then when, when two whole people come together with God's math. Those two whole people make one. 
And maybe, you know, I, I, I listen, I've been, I, I've been at the point where I, I was, look, I told you to listen to the podcast episode, why I never got married. I know what it is to be absolutely miserable being single. I, I was there. I know it's hard to believe for some people who know me. I was there. I understand that. I didn't do all that primping and prodding and all that other stuff. But and I certainly was never half-dressed like that. But I know that feeling and feeling like time is running out. Listen, I'm 50 years old. Okay, my plan, I would have had kids by now, years ago. I mean, things would have been different. But God had a different plan, and I'm okay with that. And if I get married down the road, that's wonderful. But that's not, I'm, I'm so content right now where I am. So I, I get it. But you don't want to just be with anybody. You can do, people say, you know, I can do, I can do good with somebody else. Well, you know, you can, you can do okay by yourself too. If that's the will of God for your life. You can do bad by yourself too. You don't want the wrong mate. So use the wisdom. Look for somebody who's strong in the Lord. Look for somebody who can support where God's called you to be. Look for somebody who's got some depth to him. has got some fire in him when he needs there to be fire. And look for somebody that can catch you catch you in where God's called you to be, support you and look for somebody who's looking at, yes, he likes an attractive woman, but he also likes a woman who's, who's dressed in character and some clothes would help too. (laughs) Just saying, you know, so to my single sisters and to the brothers, because, you know, we get we get on the sisters all the time in the church. It's always about the ladies, the ladies, but brothers, you can do well, you can do better too. You know, be mindful of, of, of where you are and who can support you as well. And those of you who are married, you know, pray for those who are single and, and don't act like you got it all together because God was just merciful to some of you guys. You know, sometimes I think married people think, yeah, I had it all together. You didn't have jack together. God just had mercy so you could stay saved. <laughs> anyway, so this was a little bit maybe of a different kind of podcast, but I love... You know, marriage is so beautiful and so is singleness. And we should each, wherever we are, we should be walking in it with grace, with humility, with integrity. And and most of all, wherever we are, we are to be content and to seek God and to ask God for what you want. But also use the wisdom that God has given you so that you choose wisely. And so that you will be worth choosing as well. So thank you for listening to my advice. Look, I've only got 50 years experience in this thing. What do I know? (laughs) Anyway, thank you again for joining in to this episode of the Adrian Ross show on the BMG Network. Hey, check out the BMG Network at thebmgnetwork.com. We have other great podcasters. We have other great shows. We have the Ken and Mike show. We have Mic'd Up with Mike Hansen. We have Set Apart with KC. We have Ted Flint, the Pac-Man podcast and, and Column. And of course, we have the Adrian Ross show. Please check that out. Also check me out on adrianrosscom.com at adrianrossacademy.com and at, let's see, what else do we have? We have adrianrosscolumn.com, which you can subscribe to. And you can email me also at adrianrosscom at gmail.com. Hey, would you please stop right now when this, when this is over and go to maybe Apple Podcasts and leave a review? Maybe yours will be read on the next episode. But do that for me, please. I'd appreciate it. All right. Thank you. And I will catch you next time on The Adrian Ross Show. God bless you abundantly.
The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode.